You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert. And today I'm talking about what are real superpowers. Last week, I talked with Danielle Agnew about living with supernatural abilities. She's been on the show a couple times. She's such a delightful guest. And it always kind of brings up this notion of, you know, I think a lot of folks in our space kind of take for granted that people accept that people have superpowers, right? Outside of the movies and, and literature. But that's that's a fallacy. A lot of times we feel questions about, you know, what are you talking about when you talk about superpowers? Do you mean like real superpowers? Do you mean like, haha, pretend like just a, a kind of a, a bloviated version or expanded version of confidence? You know, what are, how, how does that go? And so I think the conversation around what are real superpowers is super crucial when we are developing constructs and having a discussion and making an assumption that everybody's on the same page when apparently we are not. And so today we're going to break down what are real superpowers and what are we talking about. We'll go over what we consider category one and category two superpowers. We'll give you some examples of those and talk about how we use those and kind of how to figure out if you're predisposed to some of those. And and I want to start with talking about how we as an organization hold the belief that everybody has access to superpowers, right? In fact, we believe that everybody at the highest aspect of our existence has access to all superpowers, right? So that's kind of mind-blowing. Um, but, but we also believe that we're, in, as individuals, we're predisposed to certain ones. And with that comes a particular challenge of them. So all of our predisposed superpowers start off as a challenge, and then we can neutralize that. And then after we neutralize that, we're able to then utilize them as the ability um, in service to the work that we're here to do. And so a lot of our discussion, um, we, we make the assumption, um, because it is one of our biases, that um, superpowers are like um, our spiritual gifts, uh, supernatural abilities. Um, we, we believe that they all come from some kind of relationship with the divine and in whatever construct you choose to believe. Um, and we have seen evidence of when those abilities are used in service to the ego or the personhood versus when they're used in service to um, the divine or, or the higher good or the common good or whatever, whatever phraseology um, fits for you. In, it's important to acknowledge that they're called powers for a reason. They are powerful in the sense that they create a response. They create a ripple effect in the projection. They create a consequence um, as, as with all of our actions and behaviors. And these just tend to have a little bit more oomph behind them. And they tend to be a little bit kind of out there and, and make us a little bit curious about perhaps, you know, why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing. And is there anything we're supposed to be doing? Or are we all just here to, to do whatever we want to do and whatever comes to us and whatever we choose? Um, and you've heard, if you've listened to this network for any period of time, you hear a lot of different theories and philosophies on those questions. 
Um, but at Superpower Experts, we believe that we worked in conjunction with the divine or, or the divine created us with certain abilities and design makeup and, and, and how we kind of come together. And that includes our environments, our geography, our, our um, selection of family and genealogy, our um, particular experiences, right? Multiple timelines and, and frequencies and all of that good stuff. And yet there is a method in all of this. There is a, a um, an artistry, if you will, a, t a tapestry that that's being formed as we continue to step forward in our day-to-day -day activities and in our life overall. So why talk about superpowers? Well, again, we, we're starting to see more and more people awaken to certain abilities that they don't know anything about. We've seen this um, a lot of us had experiences awakening to these in childhood and we, and we didn't know what they were. Maybe our families didn't know what they were or our peer groups didn't know. And and um, most of us tended to shut them down, shut them off. Of course, you've heard from guests on our network who didn't. And it's a, those are remarkable stories about ones who were, enc were encouraged and from day one really stepped into it. Um, but typically we hear about some sort of... Um, challenging event that occurred as these things start to come online or, or once you realize that perhaps not everybody can do what you can do. And then we start looking at, well, maybe I am different. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe these aren't real. Maybe I'm not supposed to be, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, or, or, or maybe I'm a superhero. Like, you know, what am I supposed to do with these? And so, so I think opening that dialogue and just, just fleshing it out and just being really vulnerable and transparent with it is, is super crucial as people are awakening to these abilities. And so stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. Um, but, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the category ones, category twos, and kind of outline what those mean and how we can start looking at this and you know, non-sensational, non-emotional types of ways. And so stay with us. We're talking about what are real superpowers on the Superpower Up Network. This is Disrupt Reality, and we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter, we now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back. Again, this is Tonya Don Rekla on the Superpower Up Network. This is Disrupt Reality. And we're talking today about what are real superpowers. And as I promised before the break, we are going to discuss the category one and category two superpowers. The category one superpowers are classified that way because they're not overly disturbing to society at large or to the individuals who wield them, right? At this point, our collective consciousness is, is okay with, with the fact that these exist. Um, examples of this might be something like mind reading, um, psychic ability, empathy. Those are really, really common cat one superpowers that we see. And again, as I said before, all of them start with a challenge. Now, category one superpowers, the challenge in them is, um, you know, it, it's it's significant for the person who wields them um, because it is typically something that they need to grow through and kind of adapt to and learn from. 
Um, but they're not too, too incredibly disturbing, right? So the idea of mind reading, I'll take that one for example. The biggest challenge with mind reading is most of us never had anybody suggest to us that it's possible to think other people's thoughts or that thought energy is just a frequency of information. Um, it gets confused as people start journeying into their intuition or, or communing with the divine um, because they think that these other things that they're hearing are um, possibly, you know, their, their intuition. And, and it can get really kind of challenging to, to discern between what's your intuition and what, what are other people's thoughts. And um, a lot of this has been depicted in movies and stuff kind of in a silly way, like, like somebody's walking by and you hear their mind chatter. Now, I do know that some of you are able to do that, but it, that's not how it materializes for all individuals predisposed to mind reading. Um, a lot of times it operates on that frequency of thought energy. And so it goes looking for something similar enough that you can equate to, right? Because the mind doesn't like confusion. It's going to go looking for something that you can identify, put it in a box, label it, pack it up, you know, all that, all that good stuff. And so it does, it's not always a direct one for one. It's not like if somebody walks by you and they're worried about, you know, their dad's in the hospital, then all of a sudden you're worrying about your dad in the hospital, but you know, you, 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 your dad, you know, died 10 years ago or your dad's not in the hospital, right? It, it, that would confuse the mind. It makes no sense. So instead it just goes looking on that frequency for something similar enough. And for you, it may, it may be something else entirely. It may be um, an ailment that you have or something and it connects into it. Um, but so, so it is abstract and, and that's where these things kind of get confusing, but it, but it's okay if we don't totally understand the inception point, but instead just entertain the idea that perhaps some of the stuff that we're thinking in our minds isn't, didn't really start with us, right? It wasn't our, it didn't start with us as an inception point, but perhaps it came in from our um, external environment somewhere and then as soon as we take it on and go, oh, well, I must be thinking about this. Usually we see this most commonly with worry or stressing about something, right? It's really, really easy. The stress is like a virus, right? It's like it's easy for us to ping on stress and worry um, because our environment just seems to thrive on it. And, um, and so that's a great example of a cat one superpower where it, it's challenging to deal with, but yet it, it's not overly um, destructive. If, if you don't know what you're doing, it just kind of creates challenge and as specifically as it, as it relates to kind of personal development and your own growth and success. So if some of you are kind of butting up against these success ceilings in whatever way you define success, whether it be money or accomplishments or relationships or whatever, um, you know, you may want to look at some of these predisposed superpowers and see where they might be wreaking havoc on you if you're still stuck in that challenge phase. Um, for our cat two superpowers, our category two are ones that are, they're very disturbing for the individuals and for society at large. We don't like thinking that people can do some of the things that they're able to do. Um, and the, the two most common ones that we identified are chameleon ability and energetic manipulation. Um, the, the, the biggest reason why, so we'll take energetic manipulation as a great example of this. The, you know, it was, it was a few years ago now, I had a vision of me standing in front of an audience and just really cautioning about the power of energetic manipulation. And um, the information that I downloaded uh, in that process was that it's like NLP on crack. So those of you who are familiar with neuro-linguistic programming and the persuasiveness available with that, the, some of those techniques when, when wielded properly and, um, you know, a lot of caveats there that I don't need to go into. This isn't a, a conversation on NLP. 
Um, but it's, it's far more coercive and manipulative than NLP is. And the reason for that is that most of us are hugely um, unaware of our energetic systems and our subtle energy fields. And so we can lie with our words, we can lie with our bodies and all these other things, but very few of us have learned how to lie or detect um, lies, which I don't, I don't love to say that, but incongruities um, using our energy fields. And, and those of you who are awakening into that know just how powerful that is because it you get a much more solid read on people when you're looking at the energy and what they're broadcasting energetically than listening to their words or even seeing them. In fact, um, I have a lot of people who, who don't understand why I don't do sessions and stuff via video. Well, most people have no idea who they are. And so their physical representation never matches up. And I find it more distracting um, than anything else. Now, if I want to know how they identify and what their personhood looks like to them and who they're purporting to be or who they consider themselves to be, then then looking at them can be helpful in that regard. But for the work that I do, it's just not helpful, right? Holding people accountable to their highest frequency, usually they're, what they're saying and how they're saying it and how they appear are distractors to that. Um, that's when we get into the real work and can sort through their thinking and their thoughts and their behaviors and, and everything else. But, but the initial act of identifying it is so much easier when those variables aren't present for me, that's my process. That's how I've learned to work with it. Um, but that's a great example of why something like energetic manipulation would be incredibly valuable. And so what, what happens with energetic manipulation? Well, it's the challenge with energetic manipulation is that most of your life and perhaps even still now, um, you have been easily swayed by others, right? Those who are predisposed to energetic manipulation know what it feels like to be um, persuaded into something from by somebody else. And we contend that that's totally on purpose. It acts as a really natural check and balance system and um, ensures that we, when those abilities come online, if you will, those superpowers come online, that we have some care with them and hopefully choose only to use them in service to the divine, which of course requires a fair amount of your own development, growth and discipline and training to get to the place where you can even determine what is in alignment with that and what is not. Um, but let's say you have and, and you're, you've chosen to use that ability for good. It is incredibly, incredibly powerful and it's incredibly needed right now. Um, there are individuals awakening who cannot manage to get over their own personhoods and their own egos and fears in order to be in alignment with these bigger missions and stuff that, that the majority of us are waiting for them to awaken to and to do their work in the world, if you will. Um, so it's all this really cool kind of interconnected um, sphere that, that, that we all exist in this ecosystem. And when one of us chooses fear, there's an impact to all of us. And those of you who are predisposed to energetic manipulation, all I can say is that you, if you haven't started developing that, if you haven't started walking toward establishing your intuition and everything else, then you've got a pretty long road ahead of you because that one um, has some entwinements and entanglements that are really, really complicated. Um, and, and, and as they should be, truthfully, with some of these Cat 2 superpowers because the power that they wield is very, very, very destructive um, to society, to other people, and, and inevitably to the person who, who wields them. Um, and, and you've heard me mention intuition, so I want to go back to that piece. All of this information rests on the, the notion that the belief that our initial and most important superpower is intuition. Um, if you haven't done work in order to get really clear about how you receive an intuition, and we receive it differently, 
Um, yes, none of us, none of this is cookie cutter folks, or it's not a one, two, three easy steps to intuition because you first have to know how you receive intuition. If you receive intuition through emotional energy, it operates differently than if you receive it through um, sacral energy, if you will, or you know, there, 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 there are others that we, we can go into. But if you don't know that and you are trying to use techniques or trying to, to um, follow a workshop or whatever it might be and, and the, the method doesn't, isn't working out for you, it may very well be that you're not failing the method, but that, that method's not designed for you. And it's really important that we open that space up and have some dialogues around that. Now, of course, we can lean too far that direction where we just go into resistance. We're like, well, obviously, this isn't an alignment for me because I'm not able to do it. And so you have to be really honest with yourself and have some awareness of your own um, self-discipline options. But the um, but that intuition piece is so incredibly crucial because without it, things like you know, we talked about mind reading, psychic ability, empathy. So emotional energy, psychic energy, thought energy, they're just frequencies of information. And they're really worthless until you're able to um, kind of uh, assess them, if you will, or interpret that information through a higher frequency, through that intuitive channel, which we believe is the channel through which we commune with the divine. Um, so, so you can see how all of this starts to really work together. But and all of it rests on this concept of First of all, we have to be willing to manage our own selves, our internal processes, our egos, our fears, all that good stuff, all of the traumas that we're working back through, that we're integrating into our existence, moving all of that um, so that we can hear and so that, that so that the divine can work through. So these abilities that we have can come forward and be utilized in the method in which, again, we believe they were designed to be used. Um, so it, it's a lot of information, and I get it sounds probably like a foreign language and a little bit quirky to some of you, and 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 downright ridiculous to others, and that's fine too. It, you know, pick your pick your poison, folks. This is the software that we use that that we were gifted with to help people upgrade their operating systems. That's all it is, right? If we don't upgrade our internal operating systems, we truly can't enter into this new world, this new space, this new age, whatever you're calling it, whatever it feels like to you, um, you're, you're not going to make it, right? You can't, it, it, it's like I always say, you know, a tiger can only change its spot, its stripes if they're, if it's willing to let go of its stripes, right? You can't, can't cling to the old and, 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 and you know, pretend that you're walking into the new. It's impossible. Um, you're not going to get very far. So, so choose whichever construct works for you, right? And, I, and I've admitted many, 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 many times that the superpower construct did not work for me at all. I was super resistant to it, thought it was pretty silly, and really couldn't see the value in it until um, my resistance just over time became ridiculous. And um, the divine was very clear with me. This was what I was here to synthesize and to deliver. But it's just software. It's just a modality, folks. So if, if you can stomach it, then, then perhaps we can assist you in upgrading your operating system. And then you can go and choose whatever software you want to put on top of it, or you can create your own. Um, if, it, if you can't stomach it and you think we're ridiculous, then go get a different software. Like Do something that walks you closer to the highest aspect of who you are. Don't allow your own conflict with a particular construct to keep you from that. So we have been talking about what are real superpowers. And tons of flybys today. The Air Force is having a great time, um, apparently. And so we discovered cat ones, cat twos. We talked about um, some, some examples of those, mind reading, psychic ability, empathy, and energetic manipulation, chameleon ability. 
Um, you know, we touched on those briefly and, and I get this is just to kind of lay the framework for we are talking about things that we believe develop within us that we are called to use in service to whatever our big work is here in the world. If you want to find out more about those, take a look at our programs page. We start all everybody off with their superpower design and we go into this in depth for you. Again, this isn't cookie cutter, so it doesn't do any good for me to sit here and say, you know, this is this, that is that, this is this, and, and for you to just be like, oh, I want to learn all of them. That's great, but we really, really encourage you to work with the ones that you're predisposed to first for two reasons. One, you're predisposed to them. So on some level, we can accept that perhaps might be on purpose. And two, you're already experiencing the challenges of them, so you might as well neutralize those and use them as the gift that they are and save yourself the headache and then transfer that skill set into other superpowers that you want to you want to utilize. Um, but if that's of interest to you, um, you can always go to our contact us on, on our website and just say, hey, um, you know, Tonya said she'd offer a free mini superpower design session and I'm interested. Okay, and, and or send an email to experts at superpowerexperts.com. And I'm happy to do a, a superpower mini design for you, um, superpower design mini session, something like that, something mini, something design, and it has superpowers. And um, so, what I'm, so myself or someone on the team will will go over those with you, and, and we're happy to do it, and that's free of charge. And of course, if it feels like a good fit, and if there's synergy, and you, if you want to move forward, um, we, we we're happy to talk to you about the programs. But ultimately, we just want you to take steps into becoming more completely, more holy, um, more high vibrationally you and who you are. So thank you for joining me today. And um, as always, I appreciate the loyalty and we appreciate you listening. We know you're all out there. Um, you know, thank you for helping us become the number one podcast network in personal development, and spiritual growth. And as always, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.